In this episode of the podcast, I get to sit down with Doc Rock. You may know him from Ecamm Live and the work that he does over there, but Doc has a ton of other projects that he's working on. We're gonna explore a lot of those projects, but we're also gonna have a meandering conversation about all things technology, including AI, VR, Apple Vision headset, Chad GPT, mid-journey, on and on and on. So it is a great conversation. It's kind of one of those conversations that two guys with cigars and whiskey might have on a Saturday night. So without further delay, here's that conversation. This is Twitter. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today on the show, uh, <laughs> I always say this, that this is something interesting because it always is something interesting. But today I have someone who I, I kind of just met not too long ago at NAB, but I feel like I've known this cat forever. I feel like he's a brother now and we connected on so many levels, you know, not, to, you know, a bunch of them, including military experience, including love of media and creating stuff and live streaming, on and on and on and on. I got I twisted his arm to come on the podcast to to chat about a bunch of stuff that he's interested in. But mainly for the folks that have not met this person, I wanted you to, to I want to introduce you to somebody that I think that is critical and really important to what is happening in the media industry today and has some really good ideas about what the direction is, what direction we're heading in and what direction we should be heading in. So without further delay, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Mr. Doc Rock. Doc, welcome Aloha. to the show, man. How are you doing? Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Oh, How's it going? So good. Good, good. You dealing with that horrible weather in Hawaii? Oh, you know, it just gets like that. Sometimes it's, 80 degrees the next day is 81 like I, I can't put up with this i love it i love it I mean, you and i i mean i've i've seen you of, of course from afar before you've been live streaming for a while and been in the circles but we had a chance to sit down and break bread in at nab and through the course of our conversation learned that you and i have a ton of stuff in common and it just goes on. In fact, we took an hour just catching up before we even started recording this, yeah, this interview. Yeah, so it's much funny, right? <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of funny because um, there was a movie back in the day, and it's sort of like the doppelganger. Now, the doppelganger assumes like the people like look exactly alike, but on a deeper level, there are people who basically are walking your exact same walk with you. You just don't know them, or you haven't met them yet which is why I tell people who want to get into the creator space, like stop freaking yourself out and stop being scared. There's somebody that's exactly like you waiting to meet you. And I don't care what you're into. You could be into collecting ancient rusty tools. You could be into, you know, those people like uh, hot ones that eat, yep. you know, wings that will kill you. <laughs> you <Yes>. know, <laughs> it's, so, it's so spicy that your actual face starts flaming. Like there's somebody, no matter what you're into, exactly like you like even if yep. you're into the old pull out vintage cameras where you got to put the cloth on your head and the flash powder somebody got seven of them in their basement looking for you so that's right it, there's a you, there's a group you and i feel like we had the exact same footsteps in different parts of the country that's right yeah, that's right it feels like the almost like the multiverse right yeah. like <laughs> yes 
was like, there's another version going on somewhere. Yeah, man, this is this is great. It's good to have you on. Let's let's dive into this because we have a lot of stuff to talk about and share with the audience. Uh, but let's do an introduction first. Doc Rock, like when you're you're trapped, you're at a, you're trapped in an elevator or at a cocktail party or some something, and somebody says, "Hey, sir, you know what, what do you do? What, what do you what keeps you busy during the day? What do you tell them?" Uh, I'm a, a content creator, and I know that confuses people. So now sometimes I say I'm a content entrepreneur, and I'm just on a mission to positively impact the lives of a billion people. So I'm going to teach you whatever I got in my head that will make your life easier. And you know your stuff because your background is music, right? So you were well. You tell me, tell, tell them. I won't. I won't lead the witness. But what, <laughs> how did music lead you into this education and live streaming and all this stuff? Back in the days on the boulevards of Linden, I used to kick routines at, no, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I have, music, I have musical Tourette's. I, when, when hip hop was burgeoning, right, I was really into it. And I, I just remember wanting to be like Kumo D or Curtis Blower or these Sugar Hill gang. So I started messing around, trying to make music, knew I wanted to be a rap star. Eventually got an Atari. I don't know if you guys remember the Atari 84s yes. and that was how you made music back then. But then this Macintosh thing came out and all of the top music people were jumping on that stage and all of the cats that were creating house music were using Macs. And I say, so I got to get a Mac. And then from music got me into making graphics to help promote these mixtapes and whatever and concerts that we were doing. And then that became, oh, I need to learn how to build a website to promote this stuff. And next thing you know, I end up in radio, TV, film, um, and being on the production side of basically hip hop forever. Yeah. And, you know, my military time came from making T-shirts for the platoon, you know, so that our softball team looked dope. Yeah. <laughs> Things yeah. like that. Yeah. And then just I just became this weird computer guy basically out of supporting my other loves. That's great. Yeah. And I was that guy in the Air Force that, hey, we need shirts or we need a poster for this exercise, whatever. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Come to Johnson. He'll, he'll knock it out for you. And that yeah. was back in the day, too. Right. You remember that was back in the Photoshop. The early let's call it the early Photoshop. Pre layers. I used to put my computer in a wheelchair and wheel it from my dorm to the emergency room because I was paramedic. So I had to be on call. So rather than just sit in the back in the break room or, you know, like if we weren't having a lot of patients, especially night shift, I would wheel my yeah. computer and just set it up in the break room. Everybody else would come in and get their coffee or eat their microwave spaghetti. And like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm making the flyer. Oh, yeah. Look, my kid's doing this thing for church. Can you make me a flyer? Mm -hmm. 25 bones. That's how it works. <laughs> Look, yep. You drop the 25 bones in this folder and tell me what you want. You know, yeah. next thing you know, I'm dragging printer and scanner. And yeah, I had a whole little publishing operation out of the emergency room at Tripler Hospital. <laughs> wow. Wow. You remember you remember Photoshop back in the day? You know, most people that are watching this probably only remember this, but you remember Photoshop before Photoshop had history. Right. And so remember and remember the routine was file, save as, change the name. And you had to just yes. keep saving. So if oh, you messed up, you, you could revert. So many copies. <laughs> <laughs> Your old desktop is full of iterations, you know, before the history. Dude, after screwing up a 300 DPI poster at some point, I remember I would save one to the desktop, one to the jazz type, jazz drive and one to the Bernoulli because <laughs> we didn't have history yet. And I had a, a major catastrophe and I never wanted to do it again. Like, yeah, yeah it was bananas. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, you just make that mistake one time, you know, make a mistake where you have to rebuild something from scratch one time. And from that point forward, you are a file, save as, change the name person. And, <laughs> and, and doing everything in channel operations before we had filters <sighs> and like plugins, you had to know chops. And yes. I started back when it was internet was hard. I stalked Kai Krause. Yes. Like, you know, every Kai Krause book that came out, article came out, you know, I would be in the, uh, the forums on CompuServe or whatever, looking yeah. for if Kai, if Kai said today we're having chicken for lunch, I'm going to have chicken for lunch because I wanted yeah. to know all of that. <laughs> yeah. And for folks that don't know, so channel operations chops, which you don't even have to care about anymore because you can just write a line of text. And it'll do stuff uh, or not even. Right. Uh, but channel operations were back in the day, basically a, like a recipe using channels inside of Photoshop where you, you know, run blur and mask and do this and then change the blend mode to do that. So you go through these steps and at the end of it, you'd end up with something like metal or water or plastic or whatever. It would teach you how to do that. It was magical. And Kai Krauss was the guy behind KPT Power Tools, uh, which was put out by a company called Meta Creations back in the day out of the Santa Barbara area. And uh, he was like the Steve Jobs of imaging back there. He's like this crazy mathematician that was like, okay, we're going to release this thing that allows you to build <laughs> worlds, you know, in a piece of software. Uh, but he, yeah, oh, he, with Bryce. those chops, Bryce those chops, Canyon. he would, he would, yeah, Bryce, he would uh, release a, a, a chop, channel, channel operations document, a recipe I don't know if it was weekly or monthly or whatever, but at some interval you would publish them and all of us nerds would be like, oh, there's a new one. Let me go get it and try it out. <laughs> I'll know how to Dude, make silk now. <laughs> right? It's so crazy. Like you would just sit around and wait to hear about it in the forums and sit down at your thing and go through them step by step. And then you're like, mine didn't come out. Oh, you missed the step, you know? Yeah. All right, man, I tell you what, I got to show you this because this is going to crack you up. Oh, yeah, I found this when I was cleaning the other day and when I was visiting with Jefferson Graham at his place, like in LA a couple of weeks ago, I remember talking to him about it, but here's the, here's a blast from the past. I just found this. Oh yeah. Kelby's digital. I have that book. I don't know where it is though. Yeah. Yo. So the, when that book came out, I met Scott at, SIGGRAPHT or Seabold, which those conferences don't even exist anymore. No, but it was no. a graphic designer conference in the Bay, and I had just met him. And, you know, he was, like, thinking about trying to be like Linda and put out a bunch of yeah. videos and stuff. Yep. And they were, they were going to be on VHS, people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, consider that state of the then, art at the time, right? <laughs> and then it became, and that became Kelby One. But yeah. it's funny, you know, way back then, like I, I got that book when it first came out. I just got my 40D and I was like, yo, I was looking for a book that was going to tell me how to use my 40D. So I got yeah. that and another one from Gary Fong. And that <sighs> started this mess that I'm on right now. It's the crazy. man. That's a, <laughs> you and I were talking about this before we started recording. It's the whole idea around you know being of a certain age or being older and being able to look a back certain and see vintage we are of a, a certain, certain vintage. vintage yes yeah a certain vintage yeah 
Um, but, but being able to look back and see patterns in the chaos, right? So like you look back, you can remember clearly when Scott was just thinking about starting what became Kelby One and extrapolate from where he was when it was just a germ of an idea to multi-million dollar company now and how that happened or Linda and how that got built or Creative Live and how that got built or on and on and on. You can see these companies, some that flamed out, some that are still going today and why. And you can make that that analysis of why did that happen so that when something new shows up on the horizon for us to play with, now you can be like, oh, crap. I remember when something like this happened way back in with this day maybe that's going to change into this. So I should probably get in. What is that thing for you right now? Like, what is that thing or things in the world that you're like, that is, that is the first page in a very long, exciting book. What, what do you think? The, the AI stuff. And yeah. it's funny because like, I, I, Oh, I get so chapped when the news make like, it's only scary. It's not. You know, okay, so yes, are people doing crazy stuff and scary stuff with it? Yes. And not to go hella dark, but digital photography has been one of the greatest blessings for all of us and forever because every person listening to this can grab their phone out when they see something beautiful and want to share. Or I find an old book that brings back memories to friends of a feather who photography together. And I can send you this old book and we all go, I got that book. You know, it mm -hmm. brings a certain joy. Are there people taking pictures of some jacked up stuff and sharing it on the web? They shouldn't. Yes. Has anybody ever said digital photography is dangerous and is going to blow up the whole planet and, and come for your kids? No. <laughs> but are there people doing digital pictures coming for your kids? Yes. But yeah. how come that's not scary? You know, yeah. how come uh, letting your kid eat an entire tray of Oreos isn't scary? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The sugar epidemic and, you know, obesity, Ugh. as I sit here as a fat guy, is really, really horrible for our country. We don't get all freaked out about stuff like that. We like yeah. to get freaked out about the computer stuff because it affects the TV people stuff bottom line. Because as you and I both know, the minute you get your invitation to go to Leonardo and you start playing, you're not coming out of that chair for six hours. Yeah. You're not looking at no TV. You're not watching no commercials. You're not watching Netflix. So that's why they want to tell you this stuff is so scary. It's affecting their bottom line. But while they're telling you it's scary, they basically started treating all the writers like crap. And we yeah. haven't seen our favorite comedians on TV for three months now. Yeah, because they're writing entire series with AI. So mm -hmm. their duplicitous back. They just remind me of the one preacher that be talking smack all day. And then you see him at the strip club buying chicken wings, you know, after church on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The hypocrisy is you can cut it with a knife. But, you, you know, I'm, you look at this stuff. What would be your message again after, you know, your experience? You know what you understand. You had your finger on the pulse. You know what's going on in this in these spaces, content creation overall. What do you say to the photographers that that say that? Right. This is Oppenheimer. Dest you know, I am destroyer of worlds and AI is going to. You know, it's going to it's going to kill photography. It's going to kill writing and creativity. It's going to kill movies. It's going to do all these negative things. Of course, not saying anything of the positive, but it's going to do all these negative things. And the photographers think, you know, 
what, why am I here? Because this thing can do what I can do better than I can do it. What do you, what do you say to those folks? Go get another job or embrace and extend it? Uh, get better at what you're doing. Because yeah. <laughs> you know who can never be replaced on the team? Okay, let's, I'm going to put this in, in your era, right? Mm -hmm. 96 Bulls, Pippen could have been replaced. Yeah. Right? Jordan could not have been replaced. Correct. Dude, there's a clip rolling around right now that Pippen says he was as good a basketball player. I was like, man, shut up, Scott. Like, I love you. Like, you're one of my favorite players on that team. <laughs> shut up, bro. Just shut up. <laughs> like, you, what are you talking you guys about? You got to share that clip. <laughs> I, I, man, I got to fight it. It will make you laugh. I just looked at it, and I just started crying because it's so funny. But, yes, if you're the go-to person at whatever it is you do, you can't be replaced. If you take the time and study and learn how to make it work effectively for you, like, boom. Okay, so AI is going to take out the D student photographer? Maybe. AI is going to take out the C student photographer? Maybe. But the A student photographer says, I'm going to go do a photo shoot, and I have these two particular models and I'm going to be shooting in, you know, Southside Chi-Town. And I'm looking for some really good creative shots and locations to do something that will invoke almost a uh, Maplethorpe style, but I'm going to shoot it in color. And Chad GPT will says, okay, you want to go to the bottom of the Sears building and get a shot that looks like this at this angle. One model will be doing this and one will be doing that and make sure you shoot it like that and, you know, use the high deming range on your camera to get a hyper contrasty image. It will give you shot ideas. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Now you're using the tool for your, for your benefit, right? Or you haven't had any sales in a couple of weeks and you know you're a dope photographer, so you say, hey, Chad, I call them Chad people. Um, <laughs> I need some sales copy talking about doing headshots of families for the summer. And can you, you know, dig into some of the best copywriters in the world, uh, like a Chad, like a uh, Mabel Thorpe, like, you know, Ogilvie? Can you write me some copy for LinkedIn and Instagram ads that will help me sell some headshots mm -hmm. and you'll get something that you couldn't buy from a, a ad agency in your neighborhood that's been written basically in the style of the greats seth godin you can invoke seth godin totally and we post good. that and people are like yeah i do because you know because when you advertise you say hey i'm frederick i'm a dope photographer let me take your picture that didn't spark my emotion but chat would yeah. be like, imagine, if you will, a lovely photo <laughs> of you and your three daughters before they go off to college. You don't want to miss these moments. Enjoy these times and get yourself a family photo that you would cherish for years from Frederick Van Johnson. That's right. Yeah, right. That's right. Chat yeah. knows how to write those ads like Apple. You don't. It totally does. And it's it's interesting. I don't want to spend too much time on AI because um, that's a whole nother show we do, which Bruh. we probably will. <laughs> Deep uh, it's a deep hole, it's a rabbit hole. But uh, the I was watching this video uh, on YouTube a couple of days ago, and it was talking about growth, basically. And it, with, with the, the gentleman I was talking was saying, uh, if you look at companies and or how many people or staff it took to take a company from you know idea to 
a million dollars, uh, or I think it was a million, it may have been a billion, I don't know, but from idea to a giant amount of money, and you look back at companies in the old days that started, and they said, you know, roughly to get to a million dollars annually, it would take about 1,500 people to, you know, with people in operations and marketing and sales and administrative, the C-suite, all that stuff, people all doing their jobs and making the assumption that you have good people doing this stuff, you know, and you're executing right on a good, solid strategy, you could get to a million, you know, with that, with that crew. Fast forward to the Instagram sort of era. Instagram did it with with less people that you can count on two two hands, right? So they got there because of reasons, right? Technology is better, machines are better. Uh, you know, coding is not that is it not it's still hard, but you know it got easier. All these things kind of came into play technology wise to allow us to do more with less. He extrapolated forward and said it. it with AI now to get to that million dollars, you'll probably need a company of roughly three people to do that, yep. handling all these different areas. And all those 1,500 people are extrapolated into AI, right? So, you know, even the imaging, right? You could, the, the imaging and, and content for the different things on the website, writing the website, <laughs> all that, marketing pieces, email campaigns, all that you can just do. You don't need a staff or a department to do that. You can do that from your phone or from your your laptop. So, you know, and that's right now. You know, I'm wondering what are those companies? So that's where we'll have to get into that, right? So what what are those companies that are gonna spring out of this newly found fertile piece of land that, that's out that out there? Or, you know, as the naysayers say, you know, what are the companies that are going to drive us to our demise? So I don't know. It's There's gonna, a lot. It's going to be the companies that decide to take whatever they're doing and put them into a teaching format, especially in the edutainment space. Hmm. Right. Because people don't want that boring style education stuff anymore. They want something with a little uh, sass and, and panache that can do. I mean, I think of, you know, Linda Whiteman back in 98. You know, mm -hmm. with her first books on this, you know, preparing web graphics. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, this works because the web was burgeoning at that time. Right. So I think it was like designing web graphics or something like yes, that. That was and it. Then, yeah. And then and then she took it into like, um, you know, prepping graphics. And then she got into like, you know, Photoshop books. And somewhere about that time, her and uh, Bruce uh, Heaven, Haven, however you say his name. They yeah, started yeah. lynda.com. It's like we could turn these into little teeny videos that people can watch. You know, you bought like a you bought like a, a CD or DVD, sorry, and you would watch these and you'd have your Photoshop open and you just learned. And now LinkedIn, you know, bought that company from them for millions of dollars. Yeah. A bunch of people that now, whenever there's a bottom curve, they're starting something new, there's the early adopters. The early adopters turn into teachers, and you know what they normally make money? Most of the people that turn into teachers make more than all of the people that are like, oh, let me get greedy and make something to sell it to customers. Yeah. Because there's a whole bunch of people that's late trying to catch up quick, and you're yeah. providing that painkiller of the FOMO to let them catch up. So the best thing you do is learn this AI stuff and be prepared to start teaching it. And I swear to you, sometime in the next year, somebody's gonna get hired Somebody's kid, you know, is going to get hired as a prompt engineer, making mm -hmm. like two fifty a year. Yeah, yeah, and just by the fact if you have a resume 
right now and on your resume has prompt engineer or something like that on there, instant relevance for right now you know yes. people are looking yes. at that oh this person it's not it's like back in the back in the old days putting word or excel or something on your resume yes. it's like you oh this person designer is right yeah um, there's three colleges in the bay right now and i forget the list but gretchen just told me this yesterday one of my students because she's a ex-librarian ex-teacher uh mm -hmm. that have certificate certification programs starting in the fall for prompt engineering wow so wow. when they start putting it as courses at college, you, you time to get it. Stop. Trying. Yeah, no, no, seriously. You know, the other thing, just to sort of segue from that, that that's one component, right, of where people should be right. going. Another component is the business side and the marketing, because you could you could be a content creator all day long and create a bunch of stuff and throw it in your garage. Nobody ever sees it, sees it. But how do you expose that to air and to the light of day and get people to buy it and all the transactions and all that stuff. What, do, what, do, what are your thoughts on that? This is sort of a, a very high level, 30,000 foot question, but you know, and I'll frame it a little tighter. Back in the day, it was hard to, e-commerce was hard, right? Hard. Even, take, even taking credit cards was, was nearly impossible without you jumping through a million hoops and getting frustrated and just walking away. I remember it. I did that. Today it's easy. I mean, literally very easy to take to take payment, whether it's a one-time payment or subscriptions or split or whatever. Um, on the business side of things, where are things going for us? Where do you think? Dude, like you talk about simplicity. Now yeah. you I think you caught the tail end of this on on Saturday, but I built an entire merch site in four cups of coffee on saturday and then yeah mostly started a little bit on friday night but i finished the majority of it on saturday i would say i probably had like five hours into it total wow. and like you know went through a couple cups of coffee and i was able to post my t-shirt designs generate the images generate all the copy forms set up the shipping arrangements set myself up for taking payments through stripe um and you know we're talking shirts if you know no shameless plug this is just an example you don't have to buy anything go to docmerch.com and look at the, what i did i literally did that in a couple of hours and guess how much inventory i bought none you know wow. how much money do i have into this right now whatever four cups of coffee cost nothing really because i kind of made them so we'll call it a bag of beans i bought in la from verve coffee <laughs> you know like you can literally put up a site right now if you're a person who has creative quips about cat and you can draw a little bit, you can have a merch site up selling cat t-shirts and stickers in under six hours and start selling basically within 24 hours. Wow. I'm bringing up your site now. I want to, I want to bring this up so you can talk to, I want to see this if I can do it. Okay. Hang on. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to bring up your site real quick. Here we go. So you built, this in what in four cups of coffee like yeah four coffee. Explain majority, yourself. Of a, majority of it was during a live stream so i wanted to show people how simple this is so i was live on youtube showing people how i set it up that picture was put on during the live stream i built the create better shirt during the live stream and the impact shirt the big one on the first one i did that during the live stream the rest i kind of preloaded but it's really simple you just go in and say add a product this company, fourthwall, fourthwall.com, they have an amazing selection of products. It's kind of like Zazzle was back in the day, but like Zazzle was a little corny and the stuff was a little corny. 
these guys went in and they went for like high quality merch and how i got stuck i landed where you just landed right now yeah and i was like wait marquez is here watch marquez morgan is here dr mike is here wow you know h mac was in the building like i was like yo if these guys are all using it like i know it's going to be good and literally anybody that wants to create something and you want to monetize right away you can have your fourth wall site up in less than a day and you're ready to take orders like oh, it's wow. so simple if so this is so this is on demand then right is this this yep. is on demand so you upload you upload a bunch of, i guess some get high resolution tiffs with alpha channels into nope. it or they're like what you don't even want to i try the first ones i uploaded was like you know ai art i mean sorry ai as an adobe illustrator hello mm -hmm, <laughs> i'm mm -hmm. an illustrator first yeah. and they're like nah <laughs> we want a png send me a png 5000 by 5000 Okay. Simple in Illustrator, you just say, "Hey, spit this out as a PNG 5x," and it comes out flawless, and it worked better. It didn't like my SVGs or my AIs. It's crazy. Wow, it's crazy. That's crazy. It's so, good. It's so uh, good, dude. And then one of you the wire your own there, stripe just, up to it. Yeah, yeah, automatically. Okay. Like it's just okay. how they do it. Okay. One of the shirts in there is the one that says influence is uh, greater than, I'm sorry, impact is greater than influence. I created that in Canva because I wanted to show my my users on my channel. You don't have to have Illustrator. Oh, Doc, I can do that because I don't have Illustrator. You're just cool. I was like, no, I've been an Illustrator because Canva didn't exist when I started using Illustrator. But I made that in Canva. I just opened up a new thing. Give me a 5,000 by 5,000 uh, canvas. And I just put it all together in Canva. So wow. there, no, no excuses. Anybody can do this. I think I need this one right here. Coffee. And right. Coffee. That's me. Okay. Yeah. I, if you can, right. Read yeah. the description. This is what I mean when I say you want some good marketing joints, right? Anybody can throw up shirts with stuff. I mean, sites like this, but you know what people do? They don't have any descriptions. They just have a thing with a picture and they think it's going to work. Well, it does work for some people. I have my died in the wool people that will buy anything I put up, but there's people that are like, I need to see what this dude is about. If you read that thing, it's hilarious. So I started with the joke and I'm like, listen, chat GPT, I love coffee. I'm a content creator. I can't do anything without it. But what I need you to do is to make me a uh, description for a coffee mug with a little bit of humor that matches my personality. And it generated that. This text. Wow. Wow. Just but like I, that. I, gave, I gave it the original plug, right? Yeah. And so, oh, actually, my original plug is if you're anything like me, your day starts with a cup of coffee. I don't even try to hide it. I will not any shape without a cup of Joe. Um, like, so please make me a, a description of a coffee cup for someone like me who's a content creator that can't function without drinking coffee. And it generated that lovely story that's on there. Same with the T-shirt one. The, the, there's a matching T-shirt to that. And Chad basically did it. And if you read their copy, it's very uh, cerebral. Like it's designed to get into your melon and make you feel the type of way I want to buy it. Oh, that is really. So what's the quality of the shirts? I mean, obviously, if those if those big influencers are using it, then. Yeah, it's good. And that's the reason yeah. why I never used DT stuff before, because I thought the quality of the stuff was really cheesy. Yeah, so I wanted something yeah. good. I wear mostly next level and Bella Canva shirts already. 
And so that's what they use. They use really, you know, sort of high-end materials. You can get Champion. If you want to know that it's solid, you can make all your merch with Champion. Wow. That is crazy. Okay, now, now you know, I know that there's a certain group of TWIP people that are watching this that have been... Uh, yelling at me to create a twip merch line so i think i think i could probably do it now <laughs> so, yeah dude, and that I'll was one of you i'll help you it's so yeah. quick it's yeah so one of the things quick. that was holding me back was not so much the tech it was just more of the uh, who was i looking at i forget who the the on-demand was the on-demand company or teespring Maybe it was Teespring, but it was one of them. But I wasn't happy with the quality because yeah, I had a couple built, uh, created, and I was like, "This is off brand. Let's just table this until I can that I can was, do it that right." Was Teespring, yeah. <laughs> I would just go yeah. ahead and do, I'll put them out there. That was Teespring. Hey, There's you know, you reap what you sow. <laughs> you reap All what you back, sow. Right? <laughs> I, you know, I'm so glad you said that. I, I'm not one who like dispenses negativity and vitriol about brands into the to the space because too many people do that. And a lot of times it's because you didn't read it all the way through or think it all the way through. But now I feel as a creator with a certain amount of people looking at me, I have a responsibility to let people know when something is not up to par. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I yeah. wasn't going to allow people to take pot shots at Apple about the Mac Pro. Like, why did they build the Mac Pro when it's the same as the Mac Studio? And why is it 7,000 in the Mac Studio? I can do the same thing for like four and a half. Because unlike you, YouTuber, wedding photographer, 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 there are manufacturing industries like that Tesla that you drive. There's a Mac Pro that runs the robot that <laughs> that, that built your Tesla. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know you like to watch space. And so, yeah, a lot of the trajectories and conversations to the satellites are done in Mac Pro with yeah. custom I.O. PCI cards that ain't none of your business. But yeah. And the reason why you can drive this freeway without everything crashing is there's a Mac Pro somewhere running all the traffic lights in your neighborhood. So, yeah, it's not about you. <laughs> it's a, yeah. there's people that do stuff, fold proteins or you know, do some molecular engineering things that you would fail in school. So yeah, there's people that need to buy a ten thousand dollar machine. You nutcase. That's right. That's right. And <laughs> and you know the other the other side of that. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. You know, speaking of expensive Apple hardware, you know where I'm going oh, with this, it. right? Oh man, I, dude, you I'm know where I'm there. going. <laughs> No, I have dreams about it. I already named mine. You gotta buy. So clearly, you you like that. So I'm talking about the Apple Vision Pro. Their their oh. new VR AR headset. Good, bad, ugly, too early, too I late. See what do you think? Nothing but possibilities. Okay, and like you said, one of the benefits of vintage is we can see the beginning of a revolution before it happens. That's right. Right. You know, there's these in in a lot of the old uh, black exploitation films. There's a picture of an old dude on the rocking chair with something in his teeth, or there's a lady sitting in the window in the kitchen being nosy. And right before the heroes and the protagonists about to go on their journey, that old wise sage person or um, uh, Della Reese in the Matrix, mm -hmm. they say something <laughs> that you're supposed to pay attention to. It most people blow it off. But yes. that person turns out to be the one that's foreshadowing what's going to happen. Uh -huh. I'm that old brother on the porch right now. With, <laughs> I'm telling y'all what. Y'all can go ahead and uh, miss out on this Apple Vision Pro if you want to. But back in my day, 
I knew that blues was about to be big. Right, right when that white boy stole it and started doing them hip twirling on stage, what they call him, Elvis? I done told y'all the blues joint was finna be good. That's where I'm at. I'm that dude on the porch about the Apple Vision Pro. So sleep on it if you wish, okay? Uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Go ahead and sleep on it if you wish, but I am not. I'm going in right away. <laughs> I think we found it. The Oracle of Content. Quote, there is no spoon. That's the next t-shirt for your merch site. <laughs> <laughs> Smell good, don't they? Exactly. What's well, really going to fry your brain? Movie. Oh, my God. This oh, is man. that. Man, I don't know what it is about it, but it's that moment in time. And, you know, so then people are like, well, well, Apple just wants this and Apple just wants that. And listen. The dumbest comment that we get, especially as Apple fanboy, we have to protect is Apple just doing this because they want your money. I was like, okay, so this is your audience, right? You're a photographer, right? Yes. Why are you in business? To take lovely pictures. Can you sustain said business without getting paid? <laughs> no. So what do you have to do? I have to charge people to take these pictures. Right. And so if it's last minute and, or it's a problematic shoot, do you charge extra? Yes. If it's your first time doing something in an environment where you're going to bring out the most expensive camera and you got to rent some other gear, you got to license some other gear in order to do this or space to do this, do you have to charge extra? Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. Right? They're licensing absolutely. new tech. They're purchasing new tech. They're trying out. Your business is exactly the same. You just don't realize it because you want to set yourself up in the victim mentality. But Apple is doing, every business is trying to make money. I hate when people say, oh, they're just trying to make money. Yes, right. so am I. Yeah. That's it's like I telling the today. fish, look at look at that fish right there. He's just trying to breathe underwater, <laughs> trying to push that water through his gills. What's up with look that? Look at him with the gills. <laughs> Again with those damn gills. Come on, you sell out fish. <laughs> it sounds like you got to have the Seinfeld voice when you're doing that. What's wrong with you? What's wrong I can't with do you? Seinfeld. You know, I look at I look at that Apple Vision Pro and tell me if you if you agree with this. So I looked at that and I, I watched that keynote a couple of times and a couple of things stuck, stuck, stuck out to me or stood out to me. One of them was this feels like and I was re, I was remembering back when Tim Cook, I, like a couple of years ago or a year ago, said that this head that that VR or the world that this VR headset thing would likely be more important to the world than the iPhone. So 100%. that's a heavy. So then as a content creator, I'm thinking when they release that, my brain is in content mode. I'm like, they are yep. building there. There's going to be content creators are going to have to fill all this stuff that this thing enables, whether it's education, um, you know, all the things. It's like a, literally a whole new world that needs and a whole new way of building content, which means on the education side, there's going to be a whole yep. new world there. On the entertainment side, a whole new world there. You know, on the healthcare, all this stuff is just sitting there and we got a preview of it and we're in you know this window of time bought now. A dev kit? I'll tell you who guaranteed bought a dev kit, that black and yellow site that nobody likes to talk about in public. They bought a dev kit the minute it came out. Uh-huh. Yeah. They have $49 a month to see something your mama told you not look at. <laughs> Trust me. I, and, and you don't think so. The reason yeah. why we have VHS is because Sony was high and mighty and didn't want to support them. And JVC was like, I don't care. You want to show off your 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 uh, special parts? I'll let you show them. Here you go. That's Here's right. a new format called VHS. And we all got VHS because of that industry. That's right. Look well, at adult, that. Chatting the adult in the industry. California. 
adult industry is always well for the most part has always been the early adopters of things even back when yeah. you know oculus was oculus before it became the MetaQuest and all that it, they were there right all these different technologies they skate to where the remember puck is. they used to run their conference avian conference was always side by side with comdex yeah right yeah. because right they were the pushing bridge. the needle so mm -hmm. our CDO and uh, video CDs and all that stuff that came out, a lot of that was push, pushed by, you know, Casablanca, Chattanooga, California, or whatever they call yeah. it. I forgot mm -hmm. the name of it. Don't ask me why I know the name of them cities. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> about, this AI, about this AI stuff, um, yeah. <laughs> the way, the, another thing that I see is I want to take this off the table before somebody brings it up. And I know somebody, at least one person is thinking this, and I don't blame you for thinking this because you don't realize it. Somebody planted this seed. And so you run with the seed because the seed is logical, right? It's logical that when I was a little children and my grandma told me that the rain is because the angels are crying, I believed mm -hmm. her. Why? Yeah. Because it's logical. Because when I cry, my tears would drip down and they would get on the floor. And you know, from my church upbringings, there's enough angels in the sky. If they're all crying because I did something dumb, like not ate my broccoli, they all cry. I'm going to get wet down here. Like I fully got it, grandma. It totally makes sense. It's logical. Until I got yeah. old enough to understand meteorological situations. <laughs> and I was like, she just wanted, she just wanted me to eat them stupid broccolis, which to this day, grandma, I still hate it. Sorry. Love you. You know, rest in peace. Yeah. But I still hate broccoli. The a Apple Vision Pro is going to dis further disconnect humans from each other. It's going to separate us. It's going to allow us to silos in that conversation. You, I, I get it. I understand why you believe that. I want to tell you right now, Uncle Doc says they're lying to you because mm -hmm. what you don't hear, people have been doing that to people since the biblical days. Mm -hmm. People have been doing that to people since there was two halves of Germany. There was a Sony camp and a Nikon camp, you know, since there's the uh, Redskins fans are now the Washington fans and the Dallas fans, right? The Cubs and the White Sox, same city. I just love both of these teams. You cannot love both of these teams. How dare you? That's right. Why? I like baseball. They're both good. I'm from Chicago. Why can't I pick both teams? Because you can't. You know what I'm saying? So we've yep. been doing that mess since Jesus walked to Nazareth. So please do not let that be the the, the stone you fall on because people are doing it to themselves to this day. Apple don't need to produce nothing. They could go out of business tomorrow and people would still do that. You know what the, the bad part of us about that is the, I don't know, it's it, the sad part, I think, is people will not engage on these technologies, and at least, you don't have to like you don't have to be a, a, a proponent or an evangelist of it, but you need to learn about this stuff that's coming that's going to change the world, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it's going to yep. silo us and we're all going to be, you know, blind people with these things on our heads not talking to each other, or if, if it's going to enable a. a, a digital multiverse you need to understand right. what's happening and the, the thing that's sad that's sad to me and i've seen this over and over again speaking of you know vintage and patterns and chaos i've seen that happen with just recent times you know people poo-pooing vr and all the stuff that meadow is trying to pull together 
or is, was trying to pull together. People poo-pooing crypto and then sub subsequently NFT technology and all that. And now this, right? And of course it's generative AI and where AI is gonna, it's gonna kill the world. Everything is a kill the world proposition and negative glasses half empty thinking versus what could this enable? And where, like think Star Trek instead of Blade Runner, right? <laughs> like, right. That's, you have a choice between which future you think we're gonna end up at. You can think Blade Runner uh, or Mad Max and we're gonna be fighting over water or you can Love think Star Emily. Trek where we're hanging out with aliens <laughs> and making stuff and exploring, you know? Dude, one know. of the first VH tests that I tapes that I wore out was Mad Max, bro, I love this. You know, I'm yes. so glad the way you preposition that is because to me, this is neither half full nor half empty. It's full. Why? Because this top part is air. There's yeah. no such thing as an empty Fiji bottle. It always has air in there. There's something in there. Yeah, absolutely. Right? This does not, this does not, we don't, none of us survive in the vacuum. So it's always something in there. It's full of air. It's just not full of water, you that's know, right. or if it's in San Francisco in the street, it's full of something else, but hey, that's not me. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of thing. people get really pushed into these silos again i believe that these belief systems is normally something that somebody else done told you and all my friends go what about social media like it's ruining people and whatever mm -hmm. and i go why you say that and because you know everybody has their head down and they're doing this and they're doing that and i'm like bad cool so what have you posted on social media to help to solve that problem it's like, well, what did I be adding to the problem no because you just yeah. told me in your argument that everyone has their head down in their phone. So if you want to solve that problem, then you make something that's on that phone that says, hey, do me a favor right now. Look up. Mm -hmm. That's your whole clip. That clip will go freaking viral, right? right? Tell tell everybody, hey, I know you're watching this on the phone right now. Look up and absorb your surroundings for a second. If you're outside, take a couple of deep breaths and enjoy the city that you live in. Respect where you live. Some people don't got no home. If you're at home, look up and enjoy your family. Those people right there love you no matter what you look like and whatever. And if they don't, uh, FaceTime somebody that does. Like, yeah, just right. look up. Like, so if you if the, if social media is that kind of problem to you, you're you're tired of the hatred and the ugliness that goes out. Then post happy content. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if yeah. all of the people that swear they hate it because of the bad would all post happy content, the angry people would get mad because they're no longer heard. Angry yeah. people attract other angry people. So uh, they produce they outproduce content on us. Yeah, they do. That's, the, the bulls were the best because they shot the most. Yeah. And it's it's interesting when you when you it, it's all of this is a choice. Right. So I, I don't want to get all like, you know, uh, you know, therapy and stuff on this podcast. But like I look at my my kind of high level worldview is and I'm not always successful at this, you know, but it's it's a it's a dogma to shoot for. But I look at happiness or, or the diet that you choose to fill your brain with is your choice. So you can choose to fill your brain with Trump stuff and politics and, you know, the global warming and immigration and border control and on and on and on. You could, that could be you could marinate in that all day long and that will affect you. Right. And you're going to have start 
you know, having opinions yeah. and feeling bad and looking at certain people a certain way because you've been marinating in these messages. But my thing is, you know, it's almost like the visible light spectrum or the, the electromagnetic spectrum, right? You know, it goes from what, in, like, x-ray all the way through to infrared or whatever right and the right. visible light spectrum in there is very small the, the the light that we can see is very small but it's a wide spectrum so the thing that you choose to focus on doesn't have to be all that non that stuff you can still be informed but you can fill your diet with cool stuff like learning about ai or learning about marketing and the, like gamifying making money and building websites and and all this stuff and it's always it's you know it's always sad to me on a, on a couple of different levels when you know i you know say i meet a new person uh, whether it's at a conference or whatever and in the first you know i don't know 10 15 minutes of a conversation somehow race comes up or the fact that I'm black or something like that. It has to somehow come into the conversation. And in, and in my head, I'm thinking there's just so much other exciting, interesting things and to I'm talk about. Thinking, Don't you think I know I'm black? Ooh, I came like this. I washed my ass this morning. I know what color I am. I was what like this when they unboxed me, right? <laughs> It's like, oh, you know, and that was, you know, that was one of the things that's the argument about like the allied people and they mean well and stuff like, oh, don't you think like, you know, as a black creator, you should be doing this. I'm like, yo, I'm a creator. Yeah. I don't, I don't put unnecessary labels on things like that. You know, I jokingly uh, crack jokes with you about your Nikon or whatever. Oh, but I am more camera. excited. Set up. I'm more excited <laughs> about the fact that as a photographer, you have informed people, you have touched people's lives, you have given positive memories for someone, or allowed someone to have a legacy that's no longer here. Like yeah. that level of photography to me is what photography is about. It's not because oh, you did it with that weird black and yellow camera. <laughs> or it's not about you did it as a black photographer. You right. you know what I'm saying? The person who looks at, you know, Papa's picture that you took when Papa was in the Air Force and that's all they have of their their Papa. Yeah. They don't even know you. They don't know what color you is or nothing like that. Yeah. All they know is they get to see, you know, uh Dave Williams in his, you know, suit with his helmet and like, you know, he protected the country. Yeah. And my family are proud of that. That's right. That's right. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm getting teary-eyed over here thinking about some dude I don't even know. I just made it up right. in my head. I mean, the, 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 the bottom of that, and, I, and I'll wrap this up with in a second, but the, the bottom line for all that stuff that I just said, I just think that the, the energy, we only have a certain amount of energy you know, to do stuff with, and you could you could do cool stuff as con as we as content creators can, or or ostensibly storytellers, right? We can right. the tools the tools that are that we have available and that are coming available to us are science fiction level, right? You could do all kinds of stuff that will you're never going to be able to learn it all. You could fill up your spare brain cycles with this stuff, all, but you'll never learn it all. But it will be amazing to you, and you'll create some amazing stuff along the way. Uh, don't take the off ramp and take the bait 
to just like go into these negative areas and start marinating in that nonsense that you're not going to be able to change anyway. Focus on the stuff that you can change, right? Which is creating content and affecting people that way. I don't know. That's me on my soapbox. I need a soapbox that, graphic. That is so, so good though, right? Like, because you know, as a kid on I-80, I-90, I-70, when mm-hmm. you saw that 100 foot McDonald's sign, it was like, take this off ramp, come and eat this stuff that's gonna kill you later, <laughs> right? And had you just drove a couple, you know, just past that first rest stop where all the junk stuff is, you could have pulled off and there's a nice little roadhouse diner where somebody's grandma would make you home cooking and it's yeah. some of the best. Like there's whole channels about the, you know, behind the scenes diners where it's just really good home cooking. But most of us, we got like the gigantic McDonald's sign or Burger Chef and Jeff or whatever it is where you come from. You know, there's different uh, Geno's and KFC and we ate that mess because That's we right. took the off ramp. Yeah, because it's like that it's like that light in poltergeist that drew the kid in there, right? <laughs> like, go into the light, Carol Ann. <laughs> There's safety. There's safety in the light, right? So you're okay, I gotta go into the light. They're telling me I gotta learn about politics. I gotta care about what this person said and this person's going to jail. Like I gotta care about that stuff because they keep telling me I need to care about it. When you don't really have to. You just create stuff and affect you know the things com- you can't. You know, it's completely non-related, but it just drives me crazy. I love it when the politicians go on and they say, well, they're trying to make this political. I'm like, "Um, so, you know, when Tom Brady gets this thing, and he goes like this, he's a football player and he's playing football. You're a politician. It's political. Shut up. Everything you do and say is political. Sorry. Oh, my God. You go to the doctor. It's medical. Okay. Your doctor's Uh, not a freaking chef. He's medical. So everything he does, like, oh, my, I hate when they say that. It drives me crazy. Oh, man. So I want to have you wrap it up into a bow for us and bring all this stuff together. So we talked about... You know, the, I mean, you started with the DJing stuff and, and content creation and the business of it and AI, of course, and a little bit of VR and where Apple's going with their the Apple Vision Pro headset and on and on and on. Put on your your Matrix Oracle hat, right? And bake some cookies. What are the <laughs> what do the cookies at the end of the day look like? Are we going to have headsets with super smart AI in there that build worlds for us after we speak a line of text or like, what do you, what's the Holy grail for, for, for doc? Like, where do you want things? All right. And, and, and not even, so not even in the hundred year future. Let's look, let's look like five years out, three to five years out. What look, does the world look like? I can put this in five months out. Here is what I am. Here's the rock that I'm willing to die on. I have two 13 year old niece and nephew, right? Two different parents, two different sides of the family. Yeah. Uh, nephew slightly younger, but they just they just turned thirteen. And the thing that I hammer to them every time I see them is, listen, I want you to create more than you consume. Hmm. And they go, what do you mean by that? I'm like, my nephew's learning beats, like he wants to be a DJ like me, whatever. So he got his beat making machine. He's making his little rhythms and things like that. My niece is learning to draw anime stuff. So she always got her pencil and paper. She's drawing stuff. She's really good at writing short stories. I'm like, I want you to create more than you consume. Because remember we talked about when the teacher used to put that thing over the Scantron just to Mm -hmm. see that you got all of it. It's called the key. They would line the key up and they knew if you got 100 or 80 or whatever, right? 
there's been, there's a key in tech from way back when we started this back in Pascal all the way up to now there's a cycle there's cyclical things the key says in every time there's been a tech boom whether it's computers initially say desktop publishing in the late 80s early 90s uh, game software um website generation and then it became mobile apps ios apps you know things like that then mm -hmm. it became web apps and software as a service then it became streaming services in every one of those various booms in tech creators win yeah there has never i don't care where if you're starting right now today if you're listening to this podcast you're a creator because there's nobody goes oh this week in phone let me listen to that and you're not a creator so you're a creator there's never been a better time to be a creator. And all I can tell you right now, if you want to win this game, create more than you think you should. Create constantly ABC. Always be creative. Put that coffee down. Coffee is for creators. Yeah, Sorry. I Glenn Gary it. Glenn Ross is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Always be closing. Yeah. <laughs> Always be creating. As long as you're creating more than you're consuming, you will win at this no matter what AI does, no matter what the Apple Vision Pro does, no matter what. If you just put yourself in a position to create. And my favorite, people say, well, what should I create? There's two things. You create painkillers or you create vitamins. So if you create something that solves a problem for people, you're gold. If you're creating something that allows people to grow and be stronger and healthier and wiser and richer or whatever that is, call that the vitamin side, then you're doing good. So you either create painkillers or vitamins. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I'm an, I'm analogy guy, right? So I look at this and I, I told Me this, too. God, I use this. I did this talk. Yeah, I see. I did this talk on AI at um, at Infocom in Orlando a couple of weeks ago, and one of the analogies I drew was about this this kind of extrapolating where the, where all this stuff is going. And I said, if you look at, imagine this fictional world where there was no Hollywood and no network of movie theaters across the planet, and no actors, and no you know nothing none of that stuff existed yet and then some company came along and but you know you're from a different universe you know what hollywood did you go to another another universe and another earth and you know someone says hey we're going to build a network of theaters across the nation and we're going to need content for those theaters um, I don't know where this is going to go, but we think people might like this whole storytelling thing because humans tend to resonate with storytelling. What would you do? Of course, you're going to start a studio up. You're going to start creating content. You're going to start telling stories, all the things. We're kind of at that moment right now with this, with where Apple is, with this, with the Apple Vision Pro and whatever meta comes up with next. And then these next level tools that we have to even build the content to put in there that are coming online. I think, I personally think if I look in the future, put on my Oracle hat, I think, so we'll have these Apple Vision Pro headsets. We, and, and apparently these headsets will allow you to create, you know, 3D or whatever imagery through the headset. Nobody's gonna wanna do that for the most part. So I feel like Apple, and I have no inside information, but I feel like Apple is gonna lean into the iPhone as a content creation device and po mm -hmm. possibly even create a pro level device for Disney and those ilk of people that wanna create full on VR experiences and worlds that 
people can then enjoy. It's going to require people and talent and and creativity to create that stuff. That's where the puck is, where people need to start skating to. And that's where the next trillion dollar company, I think, is going to come from. People that see that and start building for that new world that's not even there's not even headset one out yet. So Apple's version of YouTube inside Apple TV or your various Mac devices that operates with the headset. Yeah. Game recognized game. You're it's in the cooking. Crazy. You better start figuring out how to make cooking shows for that headset. I'm going to uh-huh. tell you what, because all the people that's complaining about how expensive it is, I guarantee you it's sold out on the first day. I, I oh, put yeah. my life on it. I guarantee you it's sold out on the first day. No matter what they produce, right? Let's say they make a million of them on the first go. There's a million of them out there, which already means you now have a market. And so you, you got to be ready. And the other thing I like to remind people, what was the last time you traveled? Like last week, right? Or week yeah. before? Yep, week before uh, last. What, what's inside the drawer when you open the drawer in any hotel room in the world? Bible. Yeah, usually a From Bible. the Gideons, right? The Gideons, Nobody yeah. even know them. They don't remember them. We you know what they do? They create content. They got, yeah. f- they got $96 million liquid. They're worth, I guess, net, if you count assets, whatever they owe. They're, they're good for like $56 million in 2023. It's yeah. crazy. Just create content that nobody reads ain't nobody That's ever right. opened thing. it's just in there but hotels now it's expected so they got to buy them yeah so yeah gideons are selling a blank book basically because ain't nobody i know of not even my grandma she had her own leather with the zipper and a little eastern star thing she uh-huh. had her own like, i'm not touching that i don't even know who these gideons is they might be talking about satan you know so she had her own <laughs> But yep. they in every hotel. So somebody going to stay in a hotel after they hear this, they're going to be like, damn, Gideon's is in here too. But yeah. them, I'm saying create content. There is an audience. And yeah. like, yeah, you guys are in the right spot. Because if you're listening to this, like I said, you're already a creator. You're ahead of the game. Well, let's wrap it up with that, Doc. So uh, again, thank you for coming on. Right? You, you and I could talk for hours and hours. And this is this is a conversation that we're not even cigars or alcohol involved. We're just... <laughs> Chat back and forth. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah, You're gonna change the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, if people want to connect with you or or you know work, get educated by the stuff that you're working on? You know, I'll put the I'll put the merch site and the show notes and all that. But what's a good place for them to point the browser at to connect with Doc? I, I do I do my live streams every Tuesday and Saturday. Um, I do make regular content that's not live streams. If you can't make stuff, and it's on Doc Rock on YouTube. And I'm basically Doc Rock on most of the socials. Uh, I try to get there first when things come out. And yeah, if, you, if you're into content creating or you have some old belief systems that somebody put in your head, you need beat out of you, I'm good for that because I had them. And once I got rid of them, I was like, oh, it's like a, the weight of Atlas off your back. And it's just, you know, our parents and our grandparents and our friends and family, they had good intentions. They love you. They just were short-sighted. So, you know, I like to help people get past those limiting beliefs and just create good content tell better stories i love it man tell better stories right there yeah and uh and you heard it from the the oracle i think you really need to make that t-shirt you really (laughs) (laughs) the oracle of content there is no spoon with a little spoon on there you know (laughs) 
All right, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this and coming on. This is a fantastic discussion. Any any one of the areas of this discussion we could branch out and do a whole nother a whole nother discussion on. So Dude, we're is, gonna have we're gonna have to make a podcast just two old guys talking. <laughs> that's right. I'm in. Uh, yeah, it'll be like what was it, Mortimer and uh, what was the other one? Oh the, yes, on the uh, Muppets. <laughs> oh, what is Mortimer's partner name? I never can remember that, but yes, yeah. that'd be super. Hey, the guy really in the balcony is um is Jeff Greenberg looks like the other one. He does, doesn't he? He <laughs> does. Tease him. Next time I see him, I'm bringing it up. I got to look it up now. Uh, you should get some puppets. Incorp- incorporate hecklers into your live stream. Just pre-record uh, uh, Randolph. Mortimer and Randolph. Yes. Mortimer and Randolph. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. That is. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. I got to buy one and just like label it Jeff Greenberg and put it on the shelf back there. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, Jeff's going to get back at you on his newsletter. So. Oh, it's on. <laughs> All right, man. We'll leave it right there. Have a good rest of your, your day. It's, it's in the, you're in the early evening right now in Hawaii, right? Yeah, it's uh, just past lunchtime, so it's almost 1 o'clock. Oh, oh, you're before me. Yeah, it's just four o'clock. I always get, yeah, this whole flat earth thing screws me up all the time. So (laughs) we'll leave it right there. Doc Rock, it's been a pleasure, man. I'll chat with you soon. Have a good one. Mahalo. This is Twitter.